Hello and welcome back everyone. This is the 5-Minute Fantasy Football Podcast and I'm your host, The Overanalyzer. Week 1 is officially in the books and has left many fantasy owners questioning their draft choices. The good news is, it was only week 1 and there's still plenty of time to get things right if this week didn't go your way. Today we'll recap last night's games and dive right into the waiver wire. Last night we had a doubleheader of Monday Night Football, starting with the Pittsburgh Steelers at the New York Giants. Pittsburgh took this one winning 26-16. The return of Big Ben brings some optimism to the offense. Although he did look sluggish at first, he was able to get it together and lead the team to victory with 229 passing yards and 3 touchdowns. Juju Smith-Schuster had a nice game, catching all 6 of his targets for 69 yards and 2 touchdowns. James Conner Connor left the game early with what's believed to be a sprained ankle and hung many excited fantasy owners out to dry. This is not the start Connor owners were expecting after being promised a bell cow role and appearing healthy in the offseason. The team seems optimistic that the injury is not serious and possibly leaving the door open for this Sunday. While it's still early, I would probably look to find another option this week if you have one. He just seems too much of a risk at this point to throw into a game only to be lost again. With Connor out the game, Benny Snell finished with 113 yards on 19 carries. We'll talk more about Benny Snell later as we get into the waivers. Wide receiver James Washington finished with two receptions for 34 yards and a touchdown of his own. Deontay Johnson failed to reach the end zone but did finish with six receptions of his own for 57 yards. On the other side of the field, the Giants quarterback Daniel Jones had a rough night facing the stellar Pittsburgh D. He threw two interceptions but still put up 279 yards and threw two touchdowns. Saquon Barkley had a disappointing evening only rushing for six yards on 15 carries and getting six receptions for another 60 as well. The shining star though was Darius Slayton who put up six receptions for 102 yards and caught both of Jones' two touchdown passes. And with all the offseason hype about tight end Evan Ingram, he disappointed with a meager two receptions for nine yards and had several drop passes which could have helped pad those numbers. The week concluded with the Tennessee Titans at the Denver Broncos. This was a low scoring game as many predicted and had few fantasy winners. Starting with the Titans, quarterback Ryan Tannehill finished with 249 passing yards and two touchdowns. Derrick Henry carried 31 times for 116 yards but failed to find the end zone. Corey Davis looked good with seven receptions for 101 yards, overshadowing A.J. Brown who was expected to come out as the one. Brown did secure five passes for 39 yards and missed a touchdown pass late in the fourth quarter. Tight end Jono Smith helped fantasy owners with four receptions for 36 yards and a touchdown. The other touchdown went to tight end Michael Pruitt, and that helped nobody. It's also worth noting that former Patriots kicker Steven Gostkowski missed three field goals and one extra point, but did come through for the game-winning 25-yard field goal. On the other side of the field, Broncos quarterback Drew Locke finished with 216 passing yards and a touchdown. The touchdown went to tight end Noah Fant who had a big game with 5 receptions and 81 yards. Jerry Judy looked smooth as ever running routes and ended his debut with 4 receptions and 56 yards. He did have a few drops but overall I'm optimistic with his playing and think he's going to have some big games ahead. On to running backs, Philip Lindsay ended up leaving the game with turf toe but not before rushing for 24 yards and 1 reception for 11 more. Melvin Gordon took over the backfield and had himself a decent night with 15 carries and 78 yards, as well as 3 receptions for 8 more. Now let's dive straight into the waiver wire. Starting with the running backs, I'm taking Naeem Hines at the number 1, especially in PPR. 
Jonathan Taylor will take the lead role, but Hines looks to be a valuable asset with his passing skills. Be prepared to pay up in fab leagues and consider at least 25-30% to 30% of your budget. Next is Malcolm Brown. Keep in mind you still may be buying into a timeshare, but Brown looked good and made the best of his carries. Consider at least 15% of your fab on him. Joshua Kelly is next, and if you listen to my prior episodes, I recommended having this guy in your roster. Now you may have to consider up to 15-20% to 20% to get him. He clearly looks to be the Melvin Gordon type role over Justin Jackson and received the goal line work as well. Is James Robinson still available? Snatch him up. He got 100% of the rushing workload and took 16 carries for 62 yards and a reception for 28. He looked good and is worth 15-20% to 20% of your budget. With James Conner starting the season the wrong way, take a look at Benny Snell. If he's available, he's a must-own cuff and a plug-in player on a rejuvenated offense. You may need to throw 25-30% to 30% of your fab on him though. And in deeper leagues, consider Jarek McKinnon and Peyton Barber both at about 5% if you want to take a gamble. With receivers, take a look at Lavishka Chenault. He's worth at least 5-10% to 10% of your budget and has huge upside in this Jacksonville Jaguars offense. Is Paris Campbell still available? He's worth a play after catching 6 targets for 71 yards and even got some rushing work. I'm thinking 12-15% to 15% on him. How about Russell Gage with the Atlanta Falcons? He caught 9 catches for 114 yards. He's the number 3 option in this pass-heavy offense and worth at least 10% of your budget. And to finish with receivers, we have Marquez Valdez-Scantling, one of three receivers for Aaron Rodgers. Scantling caught four targets for 96 yards and a score last weekend versus the Vikings. On to tight ends. Can Jimmy Graham see a resurgence as a tight end one? He looked good and had the second most targets on the team. Also, Logan Thomas with the Washington football team caught four targets for 37 yards and a touchdown. He also has a nice matchup ahead next week versus the Cardinals. And if you need a quarterback, consider Mitch Trubisky. I know. But garbage time equals points too, so don't hate. He did end up completing 20 for 36 with 242 passing yards and 3 touchdowns. And speaking of the Bears, there's been some noise with Allen Robinson deleting anything to do with the Bears on his social media. Is a trade on the horizon? Anthony Miller the new number one? We'll see. That's going to be all for today. As always, thanks again for listening and I'll be with you again soon.